Watch who? And welcome to To Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Yeah, watching for the very first time. Very first time. Yes, and uh, we're just here observing this volcano in the distance here. It looks very nice, doesn't it? <laughs> is that what it doesn't is? not it, this week? Why? Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. Oh, we better get inside, though, because I think that, vol- they, um, that lava's coming towards us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, we better get in. I thought um, we were just in nothing. Well, we were just about to. So <laughs> oh, you ruined it now. You ruined it. Okay, fine. We'll just skip to that bit. I'm going to press this button to make us go to nothing. Okay. Okay. Oh, look, we're in nothing. You join us, listener, in the white void. <laughs> okay, no, it's not working this week. I don't know what's happened. Well, I tried. Some, that sums up a lot of this I episode because it's oh. hard to explain. Okay, I'll give yeah. you that. You're like okay. this week. Oh, that was a fail. Oh, I could have done something else. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, well, it. So, um, welcome back, everyone. It was the Dominators last week. Uh, which was a very interesting discussion. It was. <laughs> a very fun discussion <laughs> with David last week. <laughs> Not the greatest story, but we had fun with it. Um, but I'm very excited this week, very excited to talk about The Mind Robber, because it is one of my favourite Doctor Who stories. Aww. And it is the very first Doctor Who story that I ever saw. Oh, Mark. So... Let's all go back to my childhood, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is the... After the other week, when you went for your season, do we really want to do... That video existed <laughs> from last season, yep. Anyway, uh, let's all go back to my childhood again, as we always do. Yeah. <laughs> but legit reasons this time. Because <laughs> this is where it all started. And I was thinking, right, 1992 this was. Right. When the Mind Dropper was on TV. Obviously, I've liked Doctor Who all of this time. I don't really remember not knowing what Doctor Who was. Oh, which is a bit of a strange thing. Yeah. Uh, it's made me very reflective. This Reflect, Mark. But then I also thought, this last year, probably because we've been doing the podcast, yeah. I don't think I've ever talked about Doctor Who so much <laughs> me in either. this last year. Maybe it was lockdown, maybe, but just, well, maybe the last few years, all this time I've known Doctor Who and it's yeah. been a thing. I've never talked to so many different people about Doctor Who. And I was just, I don't know, it's just weird to think me as a child watching The Mind Robber for the first time and then <laughs> would, if I look back, if I told my child self, I would be here now still talking about The Mind Robber all these years later. It's just a weird thing. As I say, I was friends with like Tom and Ross and everyone and we talked about Doctor Who then and everything. Yeah. And then it sort of stopped and I didn't really talk to anyone about Doctor Who all through, like, well, not really in secondary school, a little bit in secondary school. Yeah. And then not later on, and then, I don't know, I feel like I'm, the older I get, the more of a fan I've become, in a way. Yeah, you've grown into your fandom. I don't know, I, yeah. Going back to that, I remember watching this because my older brother, he would have probably watched The Seventh Doctor on television a little bit, or he says he does, I, I don't remember that. And then... They showed the Time Meddler as a repeat in 1992 before this. Yeah. I don't remember any of that. Maybe my brother watched that. And then I remember him saying, oh, I'm going to watch Doctor Who. And I was like, oh, I'll watch that as well. 
uh, and it was this black. It was the first episode, yeah, which is a very interesting episode to watch. And I remember throwing up in the middle of it because I was <laughs> ill at the time or something. I remember that, but watching the the story, yeah, and it wasn't. And then also, I've been a bit reflective because then I was like. It was a black and white thing that was on TV. And I, I always think, like, new people coming in to watch Doctor Who or something, it's like, oh, it's black and white, it's old. But I was used to watching old stuff. Yeah, yeah. Even, like, at that age. I, I, and then I was trying to think, what what would I have watched or something before I knew what Doctor Who was? What was I into or anything? Yeah. But I can't really remember, but I remember watching black and white. Maybe. Mm, I don't think Thunderbirds was after this. Oh, it was probably around the same time. Yeah, Thunderbirds was a thing. I watched Laurel and Hardy. And sort of Laurel and yeah. Hardy and stuff. They were always seemed to be on. And yeah. I remember watching those a lot. I'd love to go back and watch those now because I've never seen them since really? that time. But also, my family loved Blake Seven, which is right. as like a 70s sci fi show. Right. It, and again, being reflective, I was like, no wonder I've ended up being a Doctor Who fan. All these different things in my family were like <laughs> my, and then my brother watched Blake Seven, so I was going to end up watching Blake Seven it's at some point. It's interesting though, because your but, brother's not a Doctor Who fan, is he? Well, you see, my brother was like, oh, he watched the Seventh Doctor on TV at the end of the eighties, so he was always that's the cool one. That's so when I had like a Seventh Doctor video, he would watch that. Yeah, he wouldn't. He's not really a fan. No, he's got a few David Tennant. DVDs, but only because I think a lot of people around that time said he looked like David Tennant. <laughs> so, Your brother's going to be getting a lot of so, yes. <laughs> I don't know if he does now, but at the time he looked like David Tennant. And I think Star Trek was on as well. My brother watched that a lot. He's more Star Wars at the moment. At the moment, well, he's he's more of a Star Wars person. He loves like the sort of technical drawings and stuff because he does like architectural stuff so he's always got lots of star wars memorabilia and stuff around so we grew up watching a lot of different things so watching doctor who wasn't that out of the ordinary yeah and then i must have just got into it i remember watching this i remember the medusa bit on tv so i must have watched it every week it was like an episode a week i think they repeated and then i remember playing this in the playground with my friend louise uh, in infant those? school, in infant school, my vivid memory of infant school is her being Medusa in oh, the playground, right. going like this, with her oh, like funny. being the snakes and me running around her. And I say friend Louise, I remember her then, and then I was not friends with her for right through school, and then we made friends again in like year eleven, which is really because <laughs> she lived near me, uh, and we walked to school back and forth in year eleven. So I literally did not talk to her from like infant school <laughs> around then. Medusa. Medusa. <laughs> So I was like, I wonder if she remembers. So I thought, why don't I message Louise and see if she remembers? Oh my gosh, here um, we go. So listeners, exclusive. I was, as I say, like the last time I saw her was like probably in a pub like 15 years ago, like yeah, yeah. out and about. So I messaged her and actually she's not friends with me on Facebook anymore. I, I didn't like, I think she's just unfriended a lot. Of oh, people. yeah, yeah. There's hardly yeah. anyone it's not from personal. school. No, it's not personal. So I said, Do you remember that? This is my earliest memory playing the mind rubber. Doctor Who, do you remember? Because I thought maybe she remembers watching Doctor Who. What is her thoughts of it now? Yeah. And she went, hey, Mark, I still remember Bettina from Game Network going, hi, Mark, when she read my email out. I'll tell you that in a sec. (laughs) Unfortunately, I don't remember the Mind Robber game. I have an awful memory, though. Do you remember what the game was? Maybe it will jog my memory. So obviously she doesn't even remember it was Doctor Who. So so it's not looking positive. Um, So Bettina, so that was in year 11 when, like, Digital TV was sort of like a new thing. There was like this, you know, this channel about computer games and stuff. Right. And she emailed in and the host said, hi, Mark, from her. So she remembers that. Yeah. But she doesn't remember the mind robber. Um, 
so then I explained it a bit more, if I can, you know, <laughs> about her being producer. And she just went, I've got a bad memory, unfortunately. But I do have some snippets of Infant Junior School, some game where I went around as a crow. Do you re- <laughs> and then she went, do you remember that sleepover at mine with Tracy Richards? <laughs> and I knew she was going to say that. <laughs> Only only because we watched The Exorcist around our house once and Tracy farted in the middle of it and said it wasn't her. (laughs) I knew she would say it because when I saw Louise, like years later in the pub, she was walking past, the first thing she said to me was, do you remember that sleepover with Tracy Richards? (laughs) She always says that. Um, Yes, I do. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I just wanted to know if she... I've always wanted to ask her that and I was like... So she doesn't remember, unfortunately. This one has very special memories because yeah. it was that first one. And then from there on, I would have got started to get books and magazines and watch the... Annuals. Because they showed one story <laughs> of each doctor around that time. Yeah. So it went right through all of them. Trip down Mark's memory lane. Trip down lane. memory lane. Sorry, that was a little bit long. I'll uh, edit that down. <laughs> you probably won't. <laughs> Well, let's get into it then, shall we? Let's start talking about the story as we go through. Let me yeah, just get we'll my try. notes. Because the Dominators last week was such a bit of a letdown story. And season five, everything was a bit the same. It was interesting. Yeah. There wasn't anything so bad. Uh, but this is a very different story. I felt like this was very f- refreshing. Oh, what yeah. did you think? Agreed. I mean, we've not had anything like this for a long time. The closest we could think of was... Um, Celestial Toymaker. Yeah. And it's not like that. It's, like, much well, it's, better it's than weird, that. It's weird, because you know when we said, oh, ages ago, we were like, you've got the future stories, you've got the past stories, and you've got the sideways ones, yeah. which is, like, your Edge of Destruction, your Celestial Toymakers. Yeah. We, this is the sort this of is a side. first sideways one we've had for such a long time. Yeah. And, it, and they don't really do them anymore. It was interesting in that I had no idea where it was going to go. And I loved that it involved everyone. Yeah, so the story is this. I mean, we said about... Um, you know, last time we had a doctor's hand. So like... Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, it's so much better than Celestial yeah. Toymaker. Yeah. I can see why it gets compared a lot, but it's it's so much better. If we're just talking about episode one, they're all very short episodes as well. Aren't really they? So short. This episode one, I think. The last is... one was sixteen minutes. Yeah, we looked at it. Yeah, I know. I didn't even realise it was that short. Yeah. Um, so the first episode is about twenty minutes, and it's just the Doctor Jamie and Zoe in the TARDIS. I don't know if you remember from last week, the Dominators was supposed to be six and it got cut down to five. Yeah. This was a four, so it had to be made up to five. So they that whole first episode is a last minute shoving in a, a script. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't have any budget. So, again, like Edge of Destruction was a little bit. Yeah. And you just sort of almost compared it to Edge of Destruction when they were just all in the TARDIS. Well, after the first so episode, yeah. they just got the TARDIS and this white void and the regulars, and it was cut down because I think Patrick Trout was like, we can't have so many lines just on us. But it's so effective. I yeah. love that first episode. You have no idea what's happening. I said to you, it, it only reminded me of... Um, my stomach's going nuts, sorry. Um, it only reminded me of... Celestial Toymaker. No. Edge of Destruction. Edge of Destruction, <laughs> because it all took place on the TARDIS. Yeah. Oh, they, they walk off into the void, but the void is nothing, as we know being here. Mm. It's nothing, it's empty. Yeah, it's all just nothing around it's here. It's just nothingness. Yep. Uh, so it, the only thing that has 
anything to it is the TARDIS. So it reminded me of that in that, and also we, we meet the robots, but they don't do or say anything. They're not, mm. they, don't, they don't even seem threatening in a way. They're just sort of like, they exist. Sort it's of a, like, sort of abstract Like, it's we haven't so had anything abstract. like, we yeah. We've nothing like yeah. this. And I, do you know what? I think that's why I like the TARDIS set, the classic TARDIS set so much, because I watched this as a, as my first episode. Yeah, yeah. I think I was just fascinated by all the round things on the wall and just yeah. how it how it looks. So if we just go through on on the notes, so it carries on from the Dominators. So you've got the lava coming in, yeah. and the idea is that the TARDIS is swamped by lava, and they're going to get I don't know, it's going to damage the TARDIS somehow. Oh, it's something. Just, they're talking about happen. smoke, aren't they? I don't know. So the Doctor has to take them out of reality, press this thing as like an emergency. Yeah, which I'm sure he could have done some other time but it's very dangerous and he shouldn't do it but he does it anyway or it happens um someone does it for him doesn't like, i think jamie, I think jamie, like, jamie like, does it. Yeah, yeah jamie does it no look i i can't possibly use this we don't know what will happen oh, will you stop your jabbering and get on with it look it's such a great idea and let's just start with clothes watch now because <laughs> yeah. everyone gets changed what do you think of Zoe? Not everyone. Da- well, well Jamie, fact, gets, Jamie, Jamie says, no. you need to go and get changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie tells her to get so changed. So Zoe goes off, right, let's all get changed. There's time in this episode for everyone to go and get changed and yeah. have a bit of a rest. So Zoe's outfit, you reacted I quite strongly. I burst out laughing. I burst out laughing. I was like, what is this, like, disco jumpsuit that we're wearing? But actually, it's the first time as well that I've noticed, because of the way the camera angled, you saw the back of the TARDIS... How do you mean? So, like, like he walked off into the Oh, when the they walk room. off, well, there's this yeah. extra room. We see the room, don't they? So they must have set up the, when they did the set. We've got this bit and we've got this extra room. So you can see them go through. You never see them, never like, seen. go Well, it's always off. different every time. Yeah, we haven't yeah. seen that for a while. We haven't seen another room for a long time. No, I can't think Apart last from, time like, the beds room. or, you know. No. I was really hoping we'd see the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's all there. Yeah. So Zoe's outfit, that's a very... Iconic it's so outfit, bizarre. isn't it? It's it just made me laugh because well, Zoe's from the year two thousand. Yeah. Um, what came out in Kylie spinning around? I think came out around that time. <laughs> She's not far off. She's not far off. <laughs> but Millennium came out. Robbie Williams. Millennium. Millennium. Yeah, that's a Millennium outfit. Yeah, but it just made me laugh because she was in like this really weird dowdy. Well, that was from thing. that was the Dominators. Yeah. Remember when she and had then that. she comes out in like sparkly jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, well. It's the most random thing. <laughs> well, if you've been a slave for the Dominators, what's the first thing you're going to do? Get bit dressed gl- up. Bit of glitz and glam. <laughs> yeah, and Jamie gets uh, a, a dark turtleneck jumper. Yeah. yeah. So everyone has a bit of a rest and a change, and still a kill. this is where yeah, and still a kill, obviously a kill. Um, <laughs> and then that's where we have Jamie and Zoe looking up on the scanner. They both see their homes. Obviously, Jamie sees bagpipes in Scotland. So funny. And Zoe sees her city. Yeah. What I liked was that we got to learn more about Zoe. What? Anyway. Like, yeah, I suppose like, so. We, we learned that she, you know, she's from a city. But it was... Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, she likes learned, she's, She likes sparkling clothes. <laughs> she's from a city. We're learning so but much she, about Zoe. What was interesting is they said that it's your... your what you want more than anything. Now, for Jamie, it makes sense because mm. he's been away for so long, him wanting to see... His home, his yeah. His home. But she's only been two stories and they're like... <laughs> We're gonna yeah, make... She was up in the wheel, so you don't know how long ago she's been true, in her city. True, true. 
maybe it's like her childhood. Yeah, but it, it's that. I was yeah. just like, mm, interesting. But I don't know, for something so early on to really, you know, I mean, like previous would have had them go back to the 60s or, you know, we know those characters where Zoe, she's still so new, we don't know. Mm. So it's quite nice to have a little bit more backstory we saw a city. We know she's from a city. Yeah. That was quite nice. I thought she was... I thought you'd be annoyed with her a little bit. I find her very loud in yeah. this. Jamie, Doctor, it is my home. Oh, come on. Now, which one? She's very impatient because she's like, oh, come on, come on. And she's the one that presses the button, opens the door. She knows her button. She knows Zoe her button. Zoe has learned her button. So in the Hall of um, TARDIS buttons... Obviously, there's Katerina. Yeah. Victoria knew her stuff. Jamie knows it now. There was, and Zoe knows her button. There was, she was struggling for a while to find it, though, wasn't she? Well, she's done pretty... You know, she's still quite I, new. Because I did say to you, I was like, Katerina knew her button by now, and yeah. she didn't find it. But it did <laughs> take her a while. She finds it, and she's impatient and runs out, and it's... Yeah. She, uh, you know... But... She disobeys, so I yeah. wasn't sure if you were going to... No, I think, like, it's kind of something they all go through, isn't it? They all have an, a moment early on of, like disbelief and then I mean she didn't have the disbelief because she knew what she was coming on to but they have that moment of the challenge they're challenging mm. what is their boundaries I guess with the doctor and you know she's a pretty good girl and also I don't mind justified screaming oh yeah there's a lot of, she screams a lot in this she screams and she's but actually I feel all of her like whininess is a justified whininess whereas Victoria would just be whiny sometimes I'd be like oh, you're really whiny or you know well Victoria would be too, too scared to go out there yeah Zoe's like come on come on yeah. let's go I mean Susan would have been oh Susan would have been freaking out yeah she'd have been really Susan she's, would have been reading the um, oh what's it called the fault locator or whatever and being like it's A41, Grandfather. <laughs> the A41. The A41. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I didn't mind it because it all hers. Like, yeah, I mean, she's, she was suddenly, she was calling them. That's mm. a justified scream. And it wasn't like, Jamie! I don't know, I can't do an impression. I'm scared to do impressions after last week. But it was all like, Jamie! Doctor! You know, it felt a justified... Yeah, I see what you mean, yeah. And I, I yeah. love that when Jamie and Zoe are walking in the in the void and the, the camera angles are great because you sort of get disorientated? Disin, no. Disorientated. Disorientated. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know what's going to happen. And the Doctor's sort of got his mind control bit going on. He's taking it very seriously. Yeah. So you know something's happening because he's not going out there. And it's just really... And then the white robots turn up. Just yeah. this random Just randomly turn things. up. And you've got things like... You know where Jamie and Zoe are, like, dressed up in white and sort of beckoning and stuff? And yeah. Like, those three actors just carry that episode oh, amazingly. They're yeah. so good. Yeah. And it's so creative. And I, it's just... It's interesting that that wasn't originally written. You know, that was just the last minute we got to write something. But it's that that's when the most creative things happen, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's just... He's, but That's you can my sort fa- of... it's my favourite episode of the whole lot. Yeah, you can tell that it's very, it's a very simple setup, isn't it? Well, yeah, but it works. It I could work. watch another twenty minutes of that. I don't know if I could. Well, like something else might have to happen, but I could watch <laughs> twenty minutes of that. I did, like the whole time I'm watching, like, what is going on? What, like mm. you did not know what was happening, and it did feel because the whole point was like they are not in. What we know, reality. What they we know, yeah. And we haven't had that setting 
or anything before. No. I mean, yeah, Toy Maker, it was all sort of black around them and stuff. But this just works so much better. But the Toy Maker, they were put into um, puzzles. Yeah. Like they were put mm. into things. So you felt that they were like being placed into games, into puzzles, into sets. Yeah. This felt like nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like it felt like anything could happen. You have mm. no idea. And I, I enjoyed how brave it was, mm. even for the time. It was really, and then we go. They go back in, and then Jamie has a bit of a sleep and has a nightmare about a unicorn. Yeah, totally random. Um, just skipping through a bit. So then my next notes say, <laughs> I've just written Tardis explodes ass. <laughs> 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 but that image of the console going yeah. round. Okay, Zoe. So there's gone. that shot. Yeah. What a, do you know what? Like, she was doing, she was turned around at another point. I thought she's got a great bum. So then to see it on a TARDIS like that, woo, spinning round, you're like, yeah, fair play. And then she really screams, doesn't she? Jamie, the doctor! You would. There's nothing around you. <laughs> it's bl- the TARDIS has blown up. It's so, what were you thinking at that moment of that cliffhanger? That's I was just like, like we haven't had a good cliffhanger for a while, really, have we? No, I just thought like, what has happened? Yeah, like I, I could not. Th- I was like, the TARDIS has blown up. That is what has happened. Anything can happen, which is quite an exciting place to be. Yeah, it's I so literally, good. I was like, how, what are they going to do next? Like, there is nothing. <laughs> They're just on a mm. console, and the Doctor did some weird like. Well, I, think the, I think the doctor's just supposed to be spinning around he in space freaky. as well. So that, no pretty. wonder she screamed. He looked absolutely terrifying. <laughs> but I just love that image of them holding onto that console and just yeah. spinning around. That's so good. Um, and then we get a bit more of the story in, in episode two. They're all separated to begin with, and you've got Zoe ends up in that jar. Jamie gets turned into a cardboard cutout. Yeah. Let's talk about fake Jamie then. I loved fake Jamie. Because I remember just as it was starting, I was like, oh, I wonder what you're going to think of this. Um, And obviously then I told you the story about Fraser Hines not being able to do the episode because of chicken pox. But it's, again, a creative way out of it. Yeah, I loved fake Jamie. So what did you think when that happened? What were you... Were you like, is this it? Let's call him Famey. We had Victoria. (laughs) Yeah, Famey. Oh, loved it. I loved it. I loved... That that actor was just like in it and on it and just like bish bash bosh, you know, he was there. And everyone just was like <laughs> like everyone just got with it. I was like, he could he could stay. Like, well, where you think you what were you thinking so how long? Because I couldn't remember how long it was. Yeah. I thought it was in it a bit longer actually. He get, he changes back quite quickly. Yeah. But, but he's like so comfortable with it, and everyone's so comfortable with him. Like we've never seen this guy before. <laughs> what yeah. was his name? Um, Sh- not Seamus. Hamish. Hamish. Yeah. Hamish. Hamish. I was like, yes. <laughs> I I when I was just like, that's so. It's so clever as well. It fits perfectly. What a creative solution. in the solution. story as yeah. well. Yeah. What a creative solution. Like, you know, we're in a place where it even. Because even at that point, we don't know about the whole fiction thing. Mm. But it just lends so well into this idea of, like, making things up, making things, creating them, putting them together. It just fits so well. And for, like, kids watching as well, I think it's really fun. You know, you've got the the safe and the word. Yeah. Jamie and Zoe are safe and well and everything. Yeah. And then, so say, Zoe in the jar and things. It just sets it up again. You're like, hang on, what is happening? I loved it. And I just love that, yeah. like... 
there was just such confusion at gym, but also like, and this is Jamie. I loved it. Uh, yeah, and it just carries on then. Yeah. It's just like, that's the new Jamie. I mean, it's a bit like regenerating the Doctor, really, in a way, <laughs> isn't it? They could just regenerate companions as yeah. it goes like that. Oh, my gosh, you know, yeah. They could have done that with the Doctor. They could have done that. And we have to make the Doctor's face. Oh, look, new Doctor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, it could have ended up that way yeah. at some point. And we meet the, the, like the kids and you've got Gulliver and you've got the children and everything. Yeah. So it's all these things and it's you're slowly working out. The second episode out. was my favourite. Okay. Why yeah. was that? I liked the putting the pieces together, as in like working out what was happening. Like, when the Doctor realises words, okay, and when he's putting together that, like, how to sort of solve it. We still don't know the whole fiction thing at this point, but, like, he's sort of solved this world that they're in, how it functions. He doesn't know why, but he's worked out how it works. Mm. And I liked that. And I liked how clever it was. And we're none the wiser. We're working out with them. Yeah, yeah. Because you cut back and it's, like, the master, not the master. yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I did ask. Like, yeah, there's always a bit of confusion. He's the master of the land of fiction. Yeah. And you see the sort of the hand and the voice. And I could tell as well get... it was two voices. I and could see one person, bit, yeah. but it, it seemed even then like two distinct... Like ca- personalities in the voice, I almost yeah. expected two heads. I know it sounds... <laughs> yeah. But I almost had this yeah. idea of like, this person's talking, this person's talking, and it's these mm. two heads. Look around. He must be here somewhere. Find him. Search. I see. He has eluded us for the moment. So he is not yet completely under my control. Um, that's what I almost imagine, because you don't see a face or anything. You just mm. see, like, the back of someone. And you've got stuff like the Toy Soldiers as well. Yeah. Really effective. Great design. The only, do you know what? I've, I did think of a plot hole in and this. And Famey. And Famey, that's all you need. There was a plot hole. Go on. I think, because then we have all this stuff with a unicorn and Medusa and stuff going into the next episode, and it's they freeze or they, you know, disappear if you say they don't exist, if you don't believe in them. Yeah. And you know that they don't exist. But they know that Gulliver's fictional, so surely he would... But he's no harm to them, is he? Because I think it's the things that are sent to It doesn't exist them. and it freezes. Yeah. So if they, they know that he's... A, they're like, oh, you're a fictional character, you're Gulliver. Surely he should be like disappear because they realise that he's not real. But, I, yeah, anyway. I think it's the things that are sent to hurt them. Right. Like, because those characters seem to just exist in the world as fictional, mm. whereas the writer's the one writing the story. So he writes for those... So I think if they meet Gulliver, he's just existing within... Okay. I don't know. That's. I I'm, don't know. Well, it, it probably you should, probably shouldn't overanalyze it too much. It's no. just, it's just fun. I like this because it's a fun story. We a meet Rapunzel. Like, oh, Rapunzel. Okay. Well, well, let's just talk about whatever. Couple, let's just not go through the story. Let's, let's just, just talk see about how it. the story is. Because you love Rapunzel. I Rapunzel love... is the breakout star oh, of the my mind dropper now. Why? <laughs> Why do you like Rapunzel so much? I just much? loved her attitude. <laughs> she's so funny. I like her when she's like, everyone else uses it, so I don't see why you shouldn't. Yeah. She, like when she says, like, oh, you're not a prince. Oh, you'd make a good one. Like she's just, I love <laughs> yeah. it. I love that Rapunzel. More of that Rapunzel in life. Whenever you see Rapunzel, she's always, um, I don't know, a bit wet. Like a wet bush. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to quote she's a, a phrase she's a wet bush uh, normally whereas this one she wasn't badass or anything she was just like 
just normal. She just sort of existed. And like everything about it, I was like, I am on board with this. I'm game. You are fierce, but you're not like, I know it. She's not um, Astrid fierce. No, not at all. She's just like normal. Just matter of fact. Yeah, like, and she's oh, Rapunzel. Hi, I'm Rapunzel. Here's my hair. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just loved she it. She was good, yeah. And yeah. I don't know, like, it just how it was acted. It was just so normal. Yeah, because the actress could have really gone over the top on it. And everything. I mean, because Gulliver is very... The Most of these characters are very uh, over the top. Well, Gulliver, Gulliver's quite good. He's very... Because I think he talks in all of his script is, like, from the book. Like, right. phrases from the book. So he does have that turn of phrase. Yeah. But I think he's acted... He's a good actor. Oh, yeah, completely. But uh, well. he plays it as Gulliver. Where he's just yeah. Rapunzel. So she doesn't <laughs> she, play it as... Maybe she was like, oh, we need a Rapunzel. Can someone just wear this wig? And just yeah, it's almost like that. And I'm, I'm living for it. Okay. Like, so Rapunzel's your favourite fictional character? Oh, my gosh, yeah. If I could, like, take one character forward for life as, like, what... On the pedestal of what I want my life process to be, I want to be Rapunzel. I like Medusa, the way that the snakes are done with stop motion. Yeah. That's not I don't think that's been done before. Although when you do see her sort of walking along, it is someone in sort of the mask and it looks like they're just in an inflatable cape. Yeah. It looks yeah. a bit odd. But you know, you're throwing in a lot of these things. You know, for I don't know, the budget wise. Oh yeah. You've got the Minotaur, you got the Unicorn. <laughs> things just appear. Things appear. Carcass. Yeah. What do you think of the carcass? Oh, I love car- carcass is another one and I'm Zo- like. Zoe has a bit of a fight scene. I mean Zoe's fight scene's great. Zoe that is up there with Ian's fight scenes, yeah, isn't it? it that is Ian in the Aztecs. Is. Yeah. Ian in the Aztecs, Zoe in Mind Robber. Yeah. Same thing. No, I, I, carcass <laughs> just made me laugh. Again, like why is there not more carcass in life? Why has no one made a comic strip of carcass? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because he is great. Like, a just ridiculous character. I love him. Him mm. and Rapunzel, like, could Very have, great. like, a little side story mm. of, like, just, I don't know. I don't know. Imagine them. You know when you, um... This is totally random. Have you ever seen this a reality show? I don't know what it's called. Where they put, um... Oh, not Mormons. What are they <laughs> oh, yeah, Mormons. No. Oh, um... People, Amish people. Oh, yeah. They put Amish people in, like, New York. Okay, So yeah. they put, like, 17, 18-year-old Amish people in New York. And, like, in the city, in, like, so, you know, they're arriving in all the Amish clothes and then they've got... Imagine, like, a series that's that Rapunzel and... What's his name? Just Carcass. Like, Carcass, just, like, living in the real world. <laughs> I, I, there we go that's a spin-off for you there's a spin-off for, I Carcass and Rapunzel that Rapunzel that's just like pretty normal yeah fine cool yeah you can go on my hair you're not <laughs> oh, you're not a, you're not a prince oh, I can see why you'd make a good one but she's so like I love it oh my gosh and so I like you know I like the chase as my favourite first Doctor story and yeah. that's all like these little bits and they go around and it, I it's still a bit... can't believe that you say that when Keys I love of I love Keys of Mariners <laughs> I do love Keys of Mariners as well well and like the Keys of Mariners where it's all little bits it's yeah. the same form this is sort of your next bit where you know they go around they meet different people they go from place to place they go from the sort of forest to the caves and they're yeah and if, I think maybe I love that's my sort of 
flavour of Doctor Who. <laughs> I've never said the word flavour before. Um, really, you have said the word flavour in terms of Doctor Who. Yeah, but not in like flavour. <laughs> but what that's that? my flavour. What's your flavour? <laughs> Tell me what's your flavour. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that is maybe that's my flavour. Yeah, maybe. Because it's that sort of fun and it's, it doesn't stay in the same place too long and it moves, you know, from episode one, to even, you know, epi- end of episode two, so much has happened. Oh, You've met yeah. so many different things. It's not like you're stuck on the wheel in space for six episodes. No, no. You know, it's so different. I love it. Oh, we saw, so in that, then when Jamie climbs through, yeah. let's carry on with Rapunzel, you've got that sort of control room thing. We had a bit of Little Women happening. We did, yeah. <laughs> we love Little Women. We love Little Women, me and Mark. Like, if you haven't seen the new version of Little Women that came out, like, last year. Oh, we love it. Oh, my gosh. Well, we saw that at the cinema, didn't we? We did, yeah. Oh, my God. We mm. sat at the front. <laughs> <laughs> sat at the front. Both cried. It's oh, amazing. It's so good. It's so good. And actually, the 90s film of Little Women is good as well. Yeah. But the new one's, like, peak. Yeah. That is so really good. So good. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. So when we heard that snippet, you were like, Little Women! <laughs> <laughs> Little Women! <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I would say is the cliffhangers are very the same. So yeah. you've got like, oh, the unicorn, it's coming towards us, oh, it doesn't exist. Medusa's coming towards us, oh, it doesn't exist. It, it, yeah. It's a little bit the same. It didn't bother me because I'm not like, it's not the cliffhangers that were doing it for me as such. It was like, what is going to happen next? Because mm. it really was a story of like, anything could happen. So actually, it wasn't like, oh, gosh, are they going to get out of this? Whereas sometimes we'd be like, oh, that, you know, that's a good... What? What is the sort of to that? I'm like, they're going to get out of it. We, I want to know what's going to be the next thing that they encounter. What's the next thing in this absolutely bizarre... Because they're sort of heading towards this sort of centre control bit where this mysterious figure is watching them and everything. Yeah. Did they get a bit repetitive? Were you like, oh, come on, we need to just get there now? Because it took to about three him, episodes. Yeah, I wanted to see him a bit sooner. Hmm. But I was happy with everything. So when you saw him, you were like, oh, is that what you expected? Because it's this guy and the idea is that he's from Earth and he's been, I don't know, captured or woke up in the land of fiction and he's been forced to stay there and he's got this mind control with the cotton wool, big cotton wool thing behind (laughs) him. (laughs) Cotton wool brain. (laughs) Cotton wool brain. I mean, I don't, I I know it and that it wasn't, you know, I know what was coming up. Who signed it? Who signed it? Um... Wendy Pabry and Fraser Hines. Who's Wendy? Zoe. Okay. Oh, well, okay, I'll just say it. So I've got my DVD signed by <laughs> Zoe and Jamie. So I said to Wendy Pabry as well, this is the first one I saw and everything. She likes this one, she yeah. said as well. And then, do you know what? Fraser Hines, I have met him twice, actually. Oh. I forgot. I met him way back, like, I don't know, 2001 or something. But I didn't have anything for him to sign. So he, he was in Emmerdale for a long time. So I've got a picture of him in Emmerdale signed <laughs> which I haven't really done anything with yeah um, but then I he was at Cardiff Comic Con oh is that where you got yeah, that signed and I got that signed oh. yeah would you go to Cardiff Comic Con to see Fraser Hines mm, I, yeah maybe okay. I'd allow that I don't know he was a bit I don't know he was talking about the 50th anniversary story and I don't know how it got onto that but I just remember him talking to me being like oh we were really upset that we weren't invited to be in it Right. And he was like, oh, we could have all had a bit of a cameo. Or we didn't have to be our own characters. We could have been, you know, I could have been like driving a bus in the background and all that kind of stuff. We could have done this and we could have done this. Yeah. And I was like, 
okay. <laughs> and he just sort of was just talking at me about... Venting. about Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. But then, you know, because of the Big Finish audio dramas and stuff mm. that they do, and I went, but you can still do Big Finish and stuff, though, right? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. <laughs> and then that was it. It was a bit of an awkward conversation, actually, with Fraser Hines. <laughs> I was like, okay, I've met you now. I don't really need to meet you again. Um, but I'll have to show you the photo of me and both of them. I got okay. together, but... Um, yeah, so I had to get... This is the one I had to get signed. Yeah. Like, childhood me was like, Aww. I've got a... You know, I've met Jamie and Zoe. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, which is weird, yeah, because they're with the first... This was the first sort of team that I watched as well. Yeah, and I know. Think, I mean, they're, they're good. They're not, like, my absolute favourites. But it's... You, you, you would think it would be, wouldn't it, that these were the ones that I've seen... The, you know, I, I did end up getting the Mind Robber on VHS Aww. as well and watched it a lot. Yeah. Um, I just know it quite well that... I don't know, it's just one... It's one that I would watch... I would choose to go and watch again and again. If I was choosing a second Doctor story, obviously I would yeah. go for this one. Yeah. I, it's fun. I really... Yeah. I mean, like, it's quite obvious, but I did really enjoy it because it was so different to everything we've had recently. It had its flaws... But I didn't mind the flaws because the overall story was just so energy. Like, if I'm going to pick up on a flaw, I found the doctor really screamy. Screamy? Yeah, he's like, oh no! But, like, I like level headed doctor. Well, no, he, in part one, he's very serious and very oh, dumb, yeah, yeah. He's dangerous. As it goes on. He seems to just be getting more and more agitated and worked up. Like he's working it well. You can see him working it out as you go along. He knows and yeah. things like you know he knows the stories. Yes. He knows. He recognizes Gulliver. He's like, oh, you're from this. But he just he's always feels real. I like Doctor really structured. Like for ex- okay, for example, when it's he doesn't know who the carcass is, which is a nice twist because Zoe knows because it's yeah, from her yeah. time, and he's very like, well, I can't. I like the reverse of that. Yeah, yeah. Medusa. Moment. Yeah, that was clever. But you do, I don't know. I felt like he sort of knew in the back of his mind what was happening, and he knows who he's going to face, mm. and he knows what. See, I don't think going he knows on, who he's going to you know? face. Well, I mean, they're in another dimension. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Were you thinking? Were you hoping for maybe a more of a stronger sort of villain at the end of it? Because this guy, I know he's taken over and stuff, but no, it's just it's fine. some guy. That didn't, it didn't bother me. I mean, like you could say I'd be having flashbacks to. Um, Oh, come on, Mark, who do I mean? Maxtable. Yeah. Um, but Monk. who got... No, got taken... Bav, 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 Bav. Who's <laughs> Bav? Who's Bav? Hang From on. From Tibet. <laughs> Bav. Bav. By Bav, you mean... Padma Bavanzavar, whatever he's called. Pad, that was it, Pad. <laughs> oh, no, it's no Pad. No, so Not you could argue, like, in my head... Oh, oh it would why have been would disappointing you... with a Pad. Oh, my gosh. It, no, it worked really well. <laughs> and I was really happy with it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just can't remember. I'm really bad with names. Um, but, yeah, yeah, you did... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> just... <laughs> Bav... Um. Marv. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you, I, you know, someone taken over, I'd have thought of <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But... Um, he did very good take it over. Take it over? Taken over acting. Yeah, yeah. He was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what was really effective in this? The sound. 
Yeah, yeah. There's no soundtrack, well, really. Well, not really. It's, so it's in, when they're in the noise. void and stuff, you've sort of got that... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what is that face? And then with the... <laughs> And then you've Mark got... gave me some weird sultry eye action there as well. <laughs> and then you've got like the the toy soldiers because they can hear them before they see them. The the marching, the marching sort of noise. And what else? I don't. You, there's lots of the soundscape. It's not music. No, it's, it's just, just those sound effects. But they're very. I don't know. They're very familiar to me, probably because I watch this a lot. But I don't know, I, I reckon those sounds, I want that on vinyl, all the sound oh. effects, just the sound effects Ooh. of the mind robber. That, that mm, I could really? have that on like AMSR or whatever it's called. What's it called? <laughs> yeah, that is it, yeah. <laughs> I want mind robber AMSR. ASMR, yeah. ASMR. I think it's ASMR. It's ASMR, AMSR. Audio sensory... ASMR. Audio sensory... AMSR, ASMR. ASMR. Yeah. I want the mind robber of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, I, nothing to add to that. I don't. <laughs> well, for, okay. So I can't think of anything worse than. <laughs> oh, lovely! Great. <laughs> I'm sure there's like ten hour loop of the Tardis console on like YouTube or something. You can. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Someone send Mark that link, please. <laughs> this already exists, Mark. I've, yeah, maybe I've tried that once. I don't know, maybe I did. What? I a final loop of a final Just like loop. the harm of the TARDIS. I'm sure I've tried to get to sleep to that once. That's so, that's so bad. That's a whole other level. I've just, I just needed to sleep to the TARDIS. No, it's just a nice hum. Okay. I've never, yeah. I, I don't mean like the... <laughs> you can't sleep to that... Mark's like sleeping to the noises of the TARDIS. <laughs> no, it's that, you know when they're spinning around and it's the end and it's that sort of... <laughs> I don't know when you make these noises why you have to do that face. <laughs> <but> <laughs> Sultry right, eye, anyway, Mark. Right, let's get on to the um, episode. <laughs> so, episode five... Well, actually, really good image. Jamie and Zoe being crushed by the book. That's a great cliffhanger yeah. moment. That's yeah. good. Um, and then you have this sort of battle of the minds in, in the last episode between the master of the land of fiction and the doctor. <laughs> I can't just say the master. The master of the land of fiction. <laughs> you could, I think you could swap this out, take the master out and put the celestial toy maker in there. Oh, 100%. And not change anything else. All you have to say is, look, it, this is my domain and I'm trying to... Take, you know, yeah, instead of being taken over our brain and yeah. they get out by like escaping his tasks they'd be yeah. just, that, that's all they ever is with the toy maker anyway yeah like I think you could easily just do that yeah I mean that would have been I would have oh, I love the story but I would have that I'd be happy for that change I'd like yeah because I think that guy is a little bit weak in as the actor that's all I'm fine with that actually like it didn't annoy me too much now he's potentially a companion all right, okay, well, we'll get to that in a minute, your theory on that. Um, so I like that it sort of speeds up towards the end. So you have this, it's D'Artagnan or it's Blackbeard yeah, or it's I Lancelot. Or, and, you know, that. that was fun. Yeah, it was just fun. It was and fun. And such short episodes, it's a bit of filler as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sword fights and everything. And 
great sword fights. We've not and, had a sword fight in ages. Yeah, well, ever since, Ian's not there to do the fighting. No. And Jamie doesn't really fight that much, does he? No, not... I mean, he's he's more of like a shover in my head. Than a, <laughs> shover. Jamie's a shover. Shoves him out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> so. It ends very quickly, though, as tradition, really, for these. Yeah. Um, I had no so idea how rescue, it was going to They end. rescue this guy. Actually, I can't remember his name. i tell you how I thought it was going to end. Okay. I thought some... Like, I thought the Doctor was going to get some sort of script and write that Jamie and Zoe return to human form and a TARDIS appears and everyone walks. I thought he was going to write him, it. write out the situation. Yeah. yeah. But it's clever because he's like, I can't write myself into it, otherwise I'll become fiction. That's yeah. like that rule. That's quite clever to, yeah. to put that in because otherwise, yeah, he could have just done that, I suppose. Well, it isn't, it isn't, because that is a that is something that fails because they've been put in all the time. Like, that master's constantly writing stories with them in and putting their names and they didn't become fiction. Oh, so yeah. why does it change if he writes his own name and he becomes fiction? We never, like... really, well, we never really point out plot holes, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've ever have. <laughs> uh, you've had one, I've had one. Yeah. So. Um and then, well, they rescue uh, this person, the master, and it just and he's like, "Oh, I hope we get back to the TARDIS." Yeah. And then you see it go back, and then we finish. Cliffhanger is that when... they have a new person <laughs> and then on you the TARDIS. Think, okay, well, we'll see. We'll have to see next week if he's with them and carries on travelling with All them. All I'll say is Mark's rule, because we argued a no, lot about no, no, this, no, no, no. was that if you move from one story to the next, aka Katarina. Yes, okay, if you travel on the TARDIS... If you travel on the TARDIS... From one story to the next... Then you're a companion. Then you're a companion. Well, I, we'll just have to see, won't you? So, <laughs> if he is, if he appears at the start of that next story, he is technically, in your book, a companion. <laughs> and let that be known. Okay, Because he was in that story, okay. and now he's in this story, and he got there via the TARDIS that wound them all back together. This is why I disagree with your theory. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we'll see. Yeah, I've no idea. Oh. I kind of just want to know if he's going to be there now, but we'll see. Yeah. But it's such a great moment that TARDIS falling apart. It's just got great imagery. It does, yeah. I think that's what it is. And actually, it's got, in the same way, when you think of things like um, the dialects going across the bridge, and like there are images in this that are just like stand out. You can see that being an iconic image. Mm. And I don't think this is like top 10 material for fans no it's, where is it it's not like so it's sort of middling I think okay I think a lot of people like it and I'm glad it all exists oh, oh if this didn't gosh. exist oh my god oh like there's certain ones that you're like this can only work this way or I cannot imagine yeah I cannot imagine telesnaps of this it's already so weird the story yeah, you wouldn't be able to picture it so well. No. And, and there's a lot, you know, like the things like the cam. There's lots of creative camera work. Yeah. It's not done lazily or... I mean, there's so much to fit in. It's a great job. I don't think there's much more to say because I'm just going to say how amazing this is. It was great. And was for really season good. six as well, this is only our second story for season six. It's a good start. It's a good second story after the Dominators. Yeah, yeah it's... <laughs> like. What I thought of with this was um, the Ant one. Do you remember? I think it was series... Planet two. of Giants. Yeah. That was a sideways one. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me, like, that sort of fresh 
No, I yeah, don't think, you know. Planet of Giants, yes. I completely thing. forgot about that one. Yeah. I can't believe you remember Planet of Giants. I enjoyed Planet of the Giants. Like, I really enjoyed it. When you said Ant One, I was like, we're Planet? <laughs> Never. <laughs> no. But yeah, Planet of the Giants was great. So, what do you think is going to happen next? Apart What's from it the called? master. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's called The Invasion. The Invasion. I feel like. They will go back in time. Uh, it won't be in the 60s. It'll be, like, historical of some kind. Okay. Um, because they'll have to get that guy back. So okay, so you think, you think he's going to be on board the TARDIS? I just think at the end he'll be there. <laughs> I don't know why you really him want him to be a companion. To prove my theory <laughs> that that is bollocks. <laughs> that theory is bollocks. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be sort of in the past, and he'll get dropped off, and then... They'll be like, let's explore while we're here. We won't see him again. Like, it'll just <laughs> right, like, okay. drops off, he's there. And they'll be, I don't know, historical of some kind. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, it'll be an interesting one. Uh, yeah, and the five episodes for this did not drag. Well, because they're, they're short. Yeah. They're short. 16 minutes that yeah. last episode was. Yeah, you because know, sometimes six episodes is tough to get through. Well, it's five episodes, Mark. Well, yeah, I know, but <laughs> near that, five is near six. <laughs> <laughs> it's also near four, really, isn't it? So, yeah, sort of halfway between. It was more like a four. Five is halfway between four and six, so. Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> that's maths. So it is more like a four, then. Okay. <laughs> and that's maths from okay. too much. If you're averaging down, it's more like a four. Yeah, it was more like <laughs> a four. We always do maths lessons. Oh, my gosh. The Mind Robber is five episodes. Sarah watches... <laughs> the Invasion is seven episodes. Sarah watches half of The Mind Robber and half of The Invasion. How many episodes of Doctor Who has she watched today? You've chosen odd numbers. <laughs> they might think some my class two, some my class three is half. Like, Mark, that's a terrible math. Season one is 52 episodes long. Oh, my gosh. Mark watches half of the series in two days. How many, epi- how many minutes per hour does he watch? Maths lessons, yes. No. Uh, we obviously can't do maths. So. Maths with Zoe, come on. Yes, yeah, leave it to her. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, look, there's some robots coming this way. We better go. <laughs> no, no, that's rubbish. How are we going to get out of it? Well, we're just in the void, aren't we? Okay, everyone, so we better get out of the void uh, for this week. How are we going to get out of the void? There's the TARDIS. Oh, look, it's just come back together. It's come back together. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> we, can go, we can get on board and go and visit... Um... Just like what's-his-name did. <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy, we need to get that guy back to his um, to Back to Earth in the 50s to yeah. write his books, so we just got to do that. Sarah? Oh no, she's frozen. I'm going to have to put her face back together. Right, okay. Let's just see. Oh yeah, there we go. So that is her, there's her eyes. And there's her mouth. There we go. And there's the nose. Uh, Oh no, I've done it wrong. Oh, oh hello. It's David. (laughs) This this is a surprise. I was on Dolkiss a minute ago. Now Now I'm here. What are you doing here? This is the white void. Oh, well, it's lovely to be here. It's very um, minimalistic. It is, isn't it? Yeah, not much, not much going on here. Um, well, well, while you're here, 
well, it's a, it's a good thing you're here because you can um, announce the winner of last week's competition. Yes, the competition that we set. Uh, so if you listen to last week's podcast, we set a little competition to win. Oh, a signed picture of Wendy Padbury and an Eagle Moss quark. 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 <laughs> Um, and the question was, Brian Kant makes his second Doctor Who appearance in The Dominators, but which first Doctor story did he appear in? And the answer is... The Daleks' Master Plan. There we go. If you were if you were listening, eagle-eyed or eagle-eared, it was mentioned in the podcast. So, well done to everybody who entered. Yes. Yep. Thank you very much, everyone. And we're going to now pick a winner at random. So, David, would you like to do the honours? Yes. Yes. Here we go. We're in a white void, so we're, I'll try and think of something to pick out of a you've hat. Got, you've got a hat. <laughs> you got Samantha's white hat. That fits yes. with the white voice. Samantha White's hat. Yeah, that work. Right. And the winner is the winner is uh, it's a Twitter handle. And it's at Gavin, W-I-7923-4383. Yay, well done. Well done. That's a long, long Twitter handle. That's Gavin. Well done, Gavin. And yeah, why why do you have such a complicated Twitter handle? (laughs) Well done, Gavin. Well, there we are. We'll get in touch with you and send you your prizes. Well, it's nice to see you again, David, here in in this place. It's lovely to be in this white voice. Yeah. Anyway, I better get it going because um, my plane's going to leave soon from Dulcis and we're stopping off at the Web Planet on the way. So I better better, better head back. <laughs> well, um, this is going to be really awkward. I'm going to have to freeze you and put your face back together. Oh, okay. Well, in the words of Jamie, <laughs> M- in the words of Jamie McCrigan, Craigan Tour. Oh, there we go. Right, right, I can do this again now. Here we go. So that's that's Sarah's eyes. That's Sarah's mouth. There we are. Um, hopefully that should work. And um, yeah, I'm not sure what's happening with these uh, intros and outros at the moment. <laughs> the void is. A I know it hasn't. Do you know where I would week. have had it? I'm... Do you know what I would have had? Okay, it? you. Okay, you. Go. I would I... have had it in Rapunzel's castle. Oh, Rapunzel! Oh, come on, let's just do that. <laughs> okay, let's say goodbye from Rapunzel's castle then. <laughs> Get so, down her hair. She's just come to let us. Anyone can go down thanks, it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you very much to Rapunzel for the use of her hair. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to the carcass for his setting up, setting up our table for us. And thank you to Gulliver. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Let's just finish this now. Yeah. Um, okay, so you can find us at to watch who on twitter and instagram and also at buymeacoffee.com forward slash to watch who if you'd like to support us thank you for everyone who has been supporting us thus far and we will see you next week for the invasion oh i think it's getting hot i need to turn the heating off (laughs) (laughs) i'll say bye bye (laughs) (laughs) to watch who